Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. that you and I very much need to understand and live by. If we want to live the kind of love that Jesus said was of, is of first importance to him. Remember, when they asked Jesus about, you know, what's the most important commandment? He told them, love God. That's the most important commandment. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you of a conversation Jesus had with the disciples. Some of the disciples were Jews, so they knew the biblical law. So they asked Jesus what the most important law was to follow. Jesus answered them and said that loving God with all of your being is the most important. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 7 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. now arrived at chapter 7, and this passage deals with this subject of people getting upset, people getting angry, people condemning other people. It's the favorite passage of unbelievers and compromising Christians. Don't judge me. Everybody knows that verse, right? In the old days, like Greg Laurie said, in the old days, everybody had memorized John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Nowadays, everybody memorizes this one. They may not actually know where it is in the Bible, but doesn't the Bible say don't judge? Don't judge me. You got no right to judge me. This is a passage that you and I very much need to understand and live by. If we want to live the kind of love that Jesus said was of, is of first importance to him. Remember, when they asked Jesus about, you know, what's the most important commandment? He told them, love God. That's the most important commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. But then he gave them a freebie. He said, but the second most important commandment is love one another. Right? Now, God convicted me a few years ago because pastors tend to, you know, kind of unconsciously prioritize certain things in church. If you go in, if you go in some churches, the, the priority above everything else is just getting people in the door. That's the priority. They're going to do whatever it takes or not do whatever it takes, not say whatever it takes to get people in the door. That's their priority, just get them in the door. 
Other people, the, the, the priority, they say, is making disciples, so they're, they're really focused on the Word, and, and, they're, you know, and we try to do that, right? We, we, the Word of God is important. We're going to teach the Bible. We try to teach it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. But a few years ago, I was at a conference, and I was challenged that Jesus said the number one priority should be love God. Love God. And then he emphasized, number two, love one another. And, and so we try to build everything around that. Love God, love, love one another. Love one another. Do what he said. Let's truly make this a, a, a priority. Now, in Luke chapter 11, verse 53, the Bible says concerning Jesus, that he was talking to him, and, and, and it says, depending on the translation you're reading, as he was saying these things to him, or as he said these things, or as he was leaving, having said these things, the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. Now, the picture that we're being given there by Luke is that of, of, a, of, a, to be honest, it's like our modern-day newscast. I don't care which one you pick, just take your pick, they're all doing the same thing. They got, now, it, it, you know, one side will be, like, targeting the Republicans, the other side will be targeting the Democrats, and what I mean by that is they're trying to find something that they can grab onto, Right? Oh, but, but you said yesterday, or but you said last week, or but so-and-so said, so are you now changing your story, or did you change your mind, or are you lying, or, and there's this, you know, cross-examination that takes place in the midst of yelling, right? They're yelling, they're assailing vehemently, they're, they were yelling at Jesus, and the Bible says they were looking for something to accuse him of. That was the focus. They were focused on finding something that they could accuse him of. Something that he said that they could take and make an accusation. This is such a description of our current social environment. And it's not just the newscasters, it's like we're learning from them how to be ugly with each other. Watching for something to accuse. And as Christians, we have to fight against that temptation. Because, see, our, our passage for today, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, Jesus said, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you'll be judged. And with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but do not consider the plank in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn and tear you in pieces. It's such a fascinating passage of Scripture. 
Jesus said, don't condemn one another. Don't, don't pass judgment on one another. You know, you and I live in unbelievably contentious times in this country. The enemy of our souls is doing a brilliant job dividing the body of Jesus Christ over things like border control. And whose fault it is that these children are being separated from their parents when they try to cross into the United States seeking asylum or whatever. Everybody's upset. Everybody's outraged. It's a contentious issue, and everybody has an opinion. But here's what's really sad to me. And by the way, I mean, like we got, I don't know if it was an email or a phone call last week, somebody wanting to know our position on this issue. Listen, if I come out here and say, okay, here's what I think, and I'm on, and I'm on this side of the argument, but you're on that side of the argument, there's a good chance that a whole bunch of you would storm out of here calling me names under your breath, talking bad about me behind my back. But if I come down on this side... Well, then there's this other group of you, and you'd be calling me names and talking bad about me as you stormed away angrily. You know, there's an old saying I heard from a rabbi. If you have three Jewish men in a room, you can be sure you're going to have four opinions. <laughs> Seriously, that's, a, that's a, apparently, or maybe I got it wrong, two Jewish men, three opinions. But you get the idea. You get the idea, right? Do you understand the same thing's true about us? Now, I mean, some of you may be Jewish. But do you understand my point? Can we not have freedom to be individual human beings and have an opinion? And have discussions? Talk about things? Even passionately. You know, I mean, I grew up, man, we had some passionate discussions but nobody disowning each other. I've told you before, if you see my dad and his older brother, both of whom are in their late 80s at this point, but you put them at a table together, they're going to argue about something and it's going to sound kind of like this. But they're actually not angry with each other. And they'll get all red in the face. They'll get passionate about it but there won't be any name calling and there won't be any division between them. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you.
Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.